Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite shows. We are your hosts. I am Scott, and joining me as always, it's been a nice, cozy night in the crypts with all those dead bodies. It's Zacky boy. Yeah, man, just snuggling up real nice and yeah. close. Yeah, Keeping yeah. warm really was <laughs> was was what we were what we were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. They uh they're very they're very fun, surprisingly lively bunch down there, those dead bodies. Yeah, throwing a real party. Yes. If if you will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, How are you doing this week, pal? Scott, I'm I'm doing good, man. Yeah? Yeah, I'm doing real good. Uh, you, you seem good. My Astros. Oh, true. Yeah. Seven straight ALCS appearances. <sighs> Here it comes. Here what comes? Just you gloating and bragging about your Astros. I mean, I haven't gotten to really talk about baseball too much this year because you're a shitbag and you don't true. like baseball anymore. True. Um, that, that and also... A lot of the Astros season was was very very rocky. Um, oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's very. It must be very painful for you guys to win your division and make seven straight ALCS. Dude, uh, we like, we won our division so on the last day. That's of so the season. fucking terrible. I can't even imagine what those kind of struggles are like. How do you persevere, my guy? Scott, you have to understand that it's different when your team is capable of performing well and then they barely scrape by. I don't want to hear it from you because you know that your team's not capable of performing well, okay? Yes, it's that's why that's why feeling. I abandoned baseball. They are neither capable nor do they even want to really compete. Yeah. That's uh, that's very true. From the, Rockies from the owners and management on down. Um, no, what I'm more excited about, what I think is hilarious, and I'm sure Chaz thinks it's it's super swell as well, Dude. is the Dodgers <laughs> getting swept. That's the true swept story. Swept by here. Arizona, man. Uh, of all teams. Shouts dude. to our boy Davey, who is a, who is a D-Bags fan. Um, that's so funny. Like, yeah. Very, very good. I fucking hate the Dodgers so much. <laughs> like, despite the fact that I have fully sworn off baseball, I will always find it in my heart to hate the Dodgers. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's exciting. I feel that. Um, uh, but no, I I am good. I've had a good week. Obviously, baseball's been very fun to watch this week. But uh, aside from that, uh, things have just been chill, man. Just been hanging out. Been doing lots of nerdy shit lately. Been yeah, writing a, a little little D and D thingy mm-hmm. for you and I to do. We're gonna touch some tips. Might do a little docking at some point. Don't ever ask to dock with me again. <laughs> just stop. I was waiting for it. Um, but yeah, man. Overall, overall, really good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. It was uh, my the the one sport I do still still fully care about started again last night the avs had their first game hockey season has begun uh they won it was exciting uh aside from that yeah just kind of chilling i am getting over a cold and i might still sound a bit nasally i'm not sure but um, a little bit wonky bit bit wibbly wonky but uh, we'll get through this um yeah and uh yeah just kind of chilling enjoying enjoying the cooler weather 
Uh, oh, dude. I don't know if yeah. we, if it had cooled off last time we talked, but uh, it has finally, finally here in Texas started to... And by cooler weather, I mean it's like mid-70s or yeah. low-80s, like during the day as opposed to like high 90s hundreds so uh it's the, it makes a the other substantial day in the difference morning when we woke up i think it was like high 50s here it was gorgeous like a week and a half ago it got down to yeah like in the morning it was like 58 and it felt incredible but yeah ho- hopefully more days like that are coming apparently sunday the low is 54. Let's go. Let's go Sunday. Tuesday next week, low is 49. Yeah, but you live two and a half hours that's, from you, that's bitch. A long, that's so far. It's so, so far <laughs> man, away. Uh, man, is that what is this what the We Don't Want a Podcast has come down talking to? Talking about the, the weather? We're just talking about the weather? Yeah, listen. Fuck it, man. <laughs> Fuck it, man. <laughs> what can we say? We're very boring people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We, we don't have a lot going on in our lives, man. Uh, oh, shit. Dude, so listen, I um, I have a little bit of a surprise for us. It's not like a surprise, like you couldn't see it coming, but it's just a very pleasant thing. So- so this week, uh-huh. uh huh. Scott messaged me, and I this I might be, I might be getting a little ahead of myself. No, because... I think this is I think this is necessary backstory. Okay, Scott texted me and said, "I'm about 20 minutes into this episode and writing the recap, and I fucking can't. Like, I, he's like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Uh, so you need to write the recap, or we need to have AI do the recap uh-huh. again because that was funny. It was very uh, funny. It was it was very the funny. one We've time many- we did it. We only did it the once. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> uh, many of you guys reached out about how funny it was. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we know like that could totally just be the shtick. Uh huh. Um, but I was like, nah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna write the recap because if you recall, the last time I actually did the recap was also fun. Oh, that was a great one. Yeah, because because you don't you don't get to be surprised by the recap right. often. Yes. So anyway, I write the recap and I have a good time with it. And uh, then I'm like, I am curious, though, what can AI whip up for us? OK, let's let's see. Let's see what happens here. So I did put in an AI prompt. Write a short, brief, but funny uh, summary okay. of season eight, episode three, The Long Night. So I will have Scott read this short summary because after I read this thing, I was like, I can't leave this untouched. Like, this has to be a part of put, our This has to be put out into the world. Yes. Uh, um, that's fair enough. Um, AI is our, our, is our inevitable future, as we all know. I, I think I yeah. sent you that... Uh, that I mean, it's your past, present, and future. Well, true, honest, obviously you basically that. Are uh, the story about how George R. R. Martin is suing the makers of Chat GPT because someone yes used it to finish his his novels. Uh-huh. That, yeah, that's just like I I don't even know where to begin with that, so I have no comment. It's just like sad, funny, terrifying. Also exciting once. and riveting. No, I've like, heard. I've heard it. it sucks. I, oh, I've, oh, not 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 the story. I'm oh, just saying AI in general. Oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah. It's like how do you even begin to 
yeah. feel about any of that. Anyway, uh, so I have not seen this. So you just want me to go ahead and, and jump in feet first here? Is that uh, what yeah, we're doing? But I am going to, we, we should do this more often. Uh, I'm going to take a quick second to do a couple of very quick, oh, short yeah. announcements. Little, first little off, CTA action. Yeah. Uh, first off, uh, last week, Scotty did mention at the end of the episode, I wanted to bring it up here up top for you guys, that we are nearing the end of Game of Thrones, right? There's a few episodes left in this season, uh, and we will likely have a maybe a couple episodes after that for some wrap-up stuff and some things that we'd like to talk about. Um, but if you guys are following us and have listened since the Harry Potter days, you know that at the end of a series, we would like to get you guys involved, hear some thoughts, opinions, hot takes, things you'd like to bring to our attention. Uh, that was a ton of fun when we did that, when we wrapped up the Harry Potter series, and we want to do it again with you guys. So uh, if you're listening or watching, uh, hit us up in our email, shoot us a DM, post a comment, however you guys want to you know, communicate with us. Give us some, some, some stuff to talk about. And uh, depending on, on submissions, we might pick our favorites we might uh draw out of a hat i don't know however we want to do it we'll we'll talk about them on the show and uh and have a little bit more fun interaction with you guys uh, and i think the last thing is guys is just if you're not already following us on the twitter and instagram go do that at we don't want a pod uh we would greatly appreciate it but that's it i'll stop boring you guys with the, with the lame shit uh scott tell us what happens I shall. Here we go. Episode three, a.k.a. The Long Night, is basically the Battle of Winterfell, but in the dark. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Who forgot to pay the electricity bill for Winterfell? Am I right? <laughs> it did say am I right. I added that. I'm sorry. I should add to this perfection. Um, the Night King and his army of ice zombies are throwing... <laughs> Okay, sorry. The Night King and his army of ice zombies are throwing the ultimate rave, and everyone's invited. <laughs> it's so dark that half the characters probably accidentally stabbed their own friends. Uh, Arya spends most of the episode playing hide-and-seek with whites in the library, and Jon Snow rides a dragon, mostly looking confused, as he True. is known to do. Uh, meanwhile, everyone is busy trying not to die. True. Theon Grey Greyjoy gets a redemption arc that should... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. Theon Greyjoy gets a redemption arc that's shorter than his man bun. He doesn't have a man bun. Uh, so I guess true. It is shorter than his non-existent man bun. Um, yeah, true. And Jorah Mormont is the MVP of the friend zone. So true. Uh, the Night King is strolling through Winterfell like he's on a leisurely Sunday walk. And just when things seem hopeless, Arya decides she's had enough and Ninja assassinates him. True. The Night King turns into a popsicle and shatters <laughs> and suddenly winter is over. Forget about the Iron Throne. Arya is the true queen of stealth. Hell yeah. 
In the end, we're left wondering why everyone spent so much time worrying about the Iron Throne when they could have just thrown a surprise party for the Night King with a giant <laughs> cake. That would have solved everything. Yeah. Uh, Winter came, had a brief dance party, and then left, leaving us with more questions than answers. But True. hey, at least Arya got to add Night King Slayer to her LinkedIn profile. Holy shit. That was. Yeah, man. Concise, the perfect. That, that AI. Uh, yeah, it's just so funny and ridiculous and absurd that I, I had to I had to include yeah, it in the episode. That would have been a shame to let that be lost to time. Um, yeah. All right. So now. Uh, we're going to jump into the real recap, Zacky Boy's recap. <clears throat> so now we, and now this could be bad, Zach. Now we have to compare the two, like you know, side by side. Well, and I don't know. That I think get, I got it. That could be bad for us. All right, all right. I like the confidence. All right, we begin with the sounds of battle preparations. A very scared Sam, a grim Tyrion, and a weirdo Brand bars. Uh, we pan the ramparts and the ranks of men outside the wall and finally get our boy ghost back. What you been up to little buddy? Uh, after the silence and nothingness sits for just long enough to be uncomfortable, we learn that Mel reached a high. I fucking knew you were going to me and you were on the same level here. Uh, we learn that Mel reached a high enough level to cast AOE buffs on her allies. We also learned that apparently none of the Dothraki were outfitted with dragon glass, and they were, for some reason, placed in the vanguard. The Dothraki charge into the night, and the night swallows them. <laughs> Read it, Scott. Okay. I'm going to start that sentence over again. The Dothraki charge into the night, and the night swallows them because spitters are quitters. <laughs> So true. <laughs> a few Dothraki make it back to the ranks, and of course, plot armor kicks into overdrive as Jorah makes it back. The dead clash with the army, and the battle begins. Danny, John, and the dragons enter the fray. The battlefield is whited out by the White Walkers' super cool icy wind stuff. I'm pretty sure that's a Pokemon move. Super cool icy wind stuff. <laughs> yes. uh, Ed saves Sam before Ed is killed by a white. Pour one out. Pour one out. Oh, what the? <laughs> for the goat. Uh, yeah, this is where I told Zach I have to stop. Um, yeah. Because I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. I, I had a done. feeling. I had a feeling. Yeah. Uh, John realizes he doesn't even have his driver's permit with this thing and starts flying straight into trees before crashing into Danny. Winterfell's outer defenses retreat behind the castle walls. Mel realizes her power-up she gave to Dothraki didn't do shit, so she needed to do something else that would be useful and lights the trench, and the pyro crew got to have some fun. But Sandor didn't. Sorry, Sandor. <laughs> Great. Uh, how far am I going here? Okay, You I got see. another page. Uh, Sansa Tyrion and Missandei have a heartwarming conversation down in the crypt. Very. Uh, yeah. Theon and Bran have a rough showing of dialogue, if you can even call it that. <laughs> Savage. Yeah, it's bad. And Bran wargs into some crows just as the Night King commands the dead to lay across the fire to create a path for the others to cross. John. 
John locks eyes with the Night King, whispers Leroy Jenkins to himself before flying after him. The dead have climbed the walls and all hell breaks loose in the castle grounds. Bodies falling, people dying, Sandor breathing heavy. Just when Arya realizes, oh shit, I'm a magical assassin, I should kill something. And then runs into a wall. <laughs> Sandor is sitting in shock, but kicks into gear when he sees Arya in trouble. Little Lyanna Mormont lives up to her badassery and takes down a giant by stabbing it in the eye before falling to her death. <clears throat> uh, Game, De- Game of Thrones decides to write a video game horror scene. <laughs> she throws a book as a distraction and the dead fall for one of the classic blunders. Is that you pulling out a, a Princess Bride line, my guy? Let's go. Look at this dude. You've come so far. I'm so proud. I have. I do come pretty far. Oh, boy. Uh, spitters or quitters. Sandor <laughs> and Beric rescue Arya, but not before Beric sacrifices himself. Mel shows up and somehow makes something she said in season four relevant. The dead reach the godswood just as the Night King and his blue eyes white dragon destroys one of the Winterfell walls. John and Danny intercept the Night King and take out the dead dragon. Danny lights up the Night King and she remembers he's actually an an and he remembers that he's actually an anime villain, so naturally he's all good. True. John chases down the Night King before the Night King gives him the old come at me, bro, and awakens all the dead on the battlefield. John activates his trap card, plot armor. And somehow fends off a horde of whites before Danny and Drogon show up. Drogon gets swarmed by whites, knocking Danny off, causing Drogon to fly away. Jorah uses instant transmission and saves Danny. <laughs> you managed to ford- fit in like 47 anime references in that yeah, one dude. fucking <laughs> I mean, What are we doing Let's if we're not making go. anime references, Hell man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, John runs through the castle grounds, catching glimpses of small isolated battles. The dead begin to overrun the godswood, and Jorah continues fending off a horde of whites. The crypts are overrun with dead, uh, and the soft piano music kicks in to deliver a montage of mayhem alliteration, uh, while John tries to get to the godswood. Theon is the last Greyjoy standing between the Night King and Bran, just as Bran remembers how to be a human being and gives thanks to Theon for his sacrifice. Theon charges at the Night King, gets absolutely minced, and that's all she wrote for old Theon boy. <laughs> it's so just underwhelming. So climactic. <laughs> <laughs> the music builds, the montage continues, and the Night King approaches Bran. The two of them have an intense stare-off. The Night King reaches for his weapon just as Arya drops the old... RKO straight out of nowhere. Hell yeah. And kills the Night King. As he falls, the rest of the dead fall with him. The living have won, but not without casualty. Jorah lays dying in Danny's arms and Drogon returns. Mel walks out beyond the castle walls, removes her necklace, and drops dead. And that is the end of the episode. Yeah, man. Um, quite an episode. I I want to know 
how you well first of all do you remember how you felt about this episode on first viewing i felt extremely okay this is going to be a weird description but try and stay i feel like people who were as invested as we were can probably relate okay i felt extremely confused satisfied dissatisfied and like angry all at the same time so mixed feelings some might say yeah um (laughs) but but still like i still had i still enjoyed watching the episode like i still had a good time with the episode um and I don't think many did, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people complained. I think, I, as I recall, I think I was right there with you. Like, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of hype things. Um, some things that's just like, eh. Some things that are like, oh. Uh, mixed feelings again. And I, I feel mostly the same way now, uh, having watched it again now. I would say, overall, I'm more positive than negative how, how where did you come out i i agree with that um i actually was going to say uh that i think i enjoyed it more this time okay than the first time sure um there's i'm sure that there's something about like being able to watch it for what it is rather than watch it and have expectations sure, the way that sure. we did the first time right um and for what it is it's it's fun. It's yeah. fine. Like there's there there's some issues in it which we'll discuss for sure. Yeah. But um but like uh, objectively it's not a bad episode. No. And and I don't want anybody in our comments talking about, "Oh, it's a dark episode. It's too dark. I can't see anything." Fix your TV, fix your brightness, <laughs> turn off your fucking lights, like get in the moment. Yeah, also that's that's kind of especially for the first like I don't know if it's like a third or a half before before Mel lights up the trench basically like it's fucking supposed to be dark. Like there's They're fighting literal death yes, and night. Death and night and darkness. The dude is called the Night King for fuck's sake. Um and also like heavy several times throughout this episode but especially at the beginning, like heavy, like horror vibes, which oh, I yeah. was into, like um, yeah, yeah. just the very quiet opening, like how all through like the first couple scenes, how just like deathly quiet it was. I was super into because it just really did a good job building suspense for me because it's just yeah. like that, you know, that that waiting is just like so bad for them. And you can tell it's just like the worst and the suspense really. Yeah. It's, it's good. Like, I mean, I kind of included it in the, in that, in that recap, but like, like it's, it's silent just long enough for us to be a little uncomfortable. Right. Exactly. But when you, when you actually think about it though, it's like, we're a viewer who's experiencing, you know, this in a, in a micro, Mm -hmm. like, uh transaction basically right, <laughs> like, right it's just a like such a small interaction of just of silence and it's uncomfortable for us like imagine these people right. like in this situation not hearing a marching army not hearing battle cries just knowing that they're there but not knowing when it's gonna hit right like that's that, that is would be so terrifying dude yeah for sure a hundred percent so yeah i i thought it was i thought it was a very 
creatively structured episode. Yeah. I think is a good way to to talk about it because uh, credit where it's due, it was it was a unique take on a battle experience in Game of Thrones. It was, and for. <clears throat> I mean, pretty much the entire episode is one giant battle, unlike even like Blackwater and uh, Watchers in the Wall, which, you know, has some conversations, some, you know, quieter moments in the build up to the battle itself. Right. Uh, battle of the Bastards as well. No, this one, like the entire thing is a battle. And I, I did think they did. I think probably on first watching, I was like, what are we doing here? But I think on this watch, I appreciated more the the things, the couple things they did to kind of change up the pace a little bit and to yeah. keep it like uh, a little bit fresh and different. Because if it was just like straight up standard fighting throughout the entire episode, I feel like that would have got. Oh, yeah. Very dude, that old, very that gets old yeah. so fast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like it's. It, it, like that's got to be extremely challenging as a writer to, to to know that your task is to build you know 68 minutes well i mean it, it's it's an hour and 15 minutes is the whole episode but the fight starts you know several minutes into the right. episode but like basically an hour straight fight like that that is daunting that's a daunting task and and how, how do we how do we still have movements to this fight where it keeps our audience interested and engaged um and not like i guess just like not overwhelmed with everything happening you know um and i i feel like it it, like that from that perspective it was executed well yes um i i i don't love some of the scenes because it's just like not stuff that i was like crazy bought into Mm -hmm. however Looking at it as a big picture, it worked. Yeah, you know, I agree. Um, so, uh, anyway, let's let's jump into some of this. Stuff. Yeah, uh, there's something about Sansa and Arya standing side by side on top of the wall that I just love. Like it works, dude. Yeah, I. It really does. The whole bullshit last season with those two and their feud was just mm. so stupid, and we hated it, and we went over that enough. But like, mm-hmm. just seeing them. You know, the Stark sisters together standing on top of the wall. I was just like, that's just a good I just that makes me feel happy. Like, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big fan of that. Um, I I got to say, I know you already said kind of like the, the, the silence, but like I kind of also love that. The episode doesn't really start with like a. <clears throat> like a a specific like there's no like dialogue or like there's not like it the episode is essentially just or the episode beginning essentially just starts with like you just hear the sounds of battle preparation yeah and sam starts kind of walking through it very scared and you know he's kind of like fumbling around and like it's just a mess around him like i it really sets the like like oh man like shit is feeling uncomfortable, feeling afraid. Um, you know, they're trying to do what they can. Uh, and then you get Tyrion who is extremely grim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, like, dude, shit's not good right no, now. Yeah. You know? Like they, they, they are <clears throat> not in a good way. Like I, I'm sure, you know, that they are pretty like 
pretty much everyone there has to assume they're going to die. Like this is oh yeah their last night. Um, and it's it's that that feeling or is portrayed very well. Like the 100%. kind of like hopelessness and hundred you know, percent suspense. Uh, speaking of of hopelessness, the it's jumping ahead a little bit, but the Dothraki charge, um, terrible strategy, strategy and planning. I feel like yes. Uh, but I take I take issue with with this. But. I I take issue with it as well. But the one positive thing I will say about it is, as if kind of I guess if as if this needed to be proven, but like it does do a good job of showing how fucked they are dude all right we need to just like stop talking about something that we feel so similarly about because <laughs> because because my notes <laughs> because my notes are i i hate that hold on i'm sorry let me scroll over to it okay yeah my notes are i hate this strategy however from a writer's perspective and the feeling it's meant to portray mission accomplished yeah like that is literally oh my god mine was <laughs> terrible plan but very effective at showing how fucked they are yeah okay uh, uh yeah so this is this is like uh in the wrestling world they call this getting someone over when they you know yeah. uh absolutely smoke uh you know another wrestler uh that's 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 what happened here the dothraki get their big fire buff it's like a huge like triumphant moment and then they last about 10 seconds. Yeah. And I will say just the very long wide shot of like all their swords like slowly going out. Also very effective and terrifying. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, so that's that's like at the beginning at the top of our episode. That's like what I'm talking about. Like when I yeah. say that, like I have issue with with several th specific things in this episode. But overall, like the execution was good effective yes. and and i think like what surprised me the most about this episode was it was creative in the way that they went about like you know getting there i, I guess i i suppose um, the argument so yeah. is that the dothraki are terrible defenders so what where else are you going to use them other than to like charge here sure but I suppose my argument would be, well, like keep them and reserve them or something because they they didn't do, they didn't do anything. shit, you know. Well, and, and so you like just, the, they the all part died. that I take issue with, obviously, is that like they're in the vanguard, dude, and they are not equipped with weapons to be able to fight these things. Also, yeah, that it's like tough they to put make, they tough outfitted to make curved uh, dragonglass swords on such short notice for for my guy. They outfitted everybody with dragon glass except for the dothraki it's it's it doesn't make sense it's just like here let me feed your army not to me yeah true to me that reads more as a dothraki thing though is like they they say you know fuck you to your dragon glass weapons we get our sick okay Arax. well they should have shown that then if that was i don't the know intent. yeah listen not a great plan but again very effective uh mel Coming in hot, literally, um, yeah. with the sick fire buff. Uh, that was cool. I okay. Cool in theory. So this was like I was I did not remember this at all. Like when Mel rides up here, I was like, oh, this is how she comes back 
into the story because I think yeah. we talked about this last season when she like leaves when she has that where chat with Varys and back? leaves. I could not remember like when and where she came back and what purpose she served in the final season. And now here it is. And I was like, oh, right. Right. Uh, so listen, I think this is a this episode as a whole with her lighting up the trench and everything else is like a fine send off and like resolution for her character. Like, I don't have any yeah. issues with that at all. It's it's fine. The only <clears throat> the only thing I do have a little bit of an issue with hmm you know what this might be a conversation for after the series you know what i'll save that okay uh so that's it's it's as a whole it's not just here gotcha but so that was ghost charging with the dothraki then yep sure was what the fuck why we haven't seen him in so goddamn long and now here he is taking part in the terrible plan are we to assume, and again, this is something else I just don't remember. Did he die as well then, or did he have the Jorah plot armor? I honestly don't remember. I don't remember either. He looked weird, too. He didn't look pure white. He looked like he had some coloring on him, and I was, like, going through the list in my head. I was like, no, all the rest of the direwolves are dead unless this is, what? Uh, what's her name's Arya's direwolf somehow just up Nymeria. from the Riverlands. Yeah, Nymeria. No. I was no, like, it's, it was Ghost, and I don't know if he lives or dies, I honestly. I, I, I don't remember. I swear it looked like he had a brown streak, but maybe that was just because it was too dark. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, then basically... Yeah, so then this is kind of when, obviously, the the armies clash, and there's a, there's a lot of fighting. Just a lot, a lot of fighting. Um... I don't have much here up until <clears throat> Yeah. Uh oh, the next thing I have in my notes is when John finally like lands, he like lands on one of the walls of Winterfell or whatever, because he's only got his learner's permit. Yeah. On the dragon. Um what the fuck is he waiting for? Cause he chills out on that wall with his dragon for a hot minute. A hot, hot minute. And I'm like, my dude, you have the most powerful weapon on your you side nuke, here, bro. You, yeah, you you need to help, my guy. Uh, that was that was the next thing I took note of. Did you have anything about like just the fighting? No, I mean, other than it's it's a mess. Like yeah. it's no, no, the 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 actual fighting itself in this episode is just kind of what like whatever to me it's yeah. just it's very man. frantic hopeless those those emotions are portrayed well but it's like it's not why i'm here it's not no. what i care about and and we talked about this right. a lot during you know um watches in the wall it's like yeah the fighting's cool and it's a spectacle and it's you know good to see once a season or once every couple seasons but it's not why we're here we're here for you know the characters the emotional beats um right the conversations so yeah yeah uh that's that's pretty much it uh sandor's not having a good time nope. and then we get our scene in the crypts with sansa Tyrion, and missandei Sure. Um, where essentially, Sandy's just there's pissed. 
Yeah, but the 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 thing I really want to talk about is this weird Tyrion Sansa oh, dynamic. Yeah, I can't. I'm not sure how I feel about it. This why um, I did take note of this as well. This was uh, you know what this weirdly reminded me of was because Sansa doesn't Sansa say like it wouldn't have worked out. It it wouldn't it, yeah. work out between us. Very like the end of Pirates of the Caribbean where Johnny Depp out of nowhere is just like, Elizabeth, it would have never worked out with us, love. And it was just like, you know, a gag, like a joke. And I was like, is he is she just doing that here? Or like, what are we doing? I think I think it's like. I mean, so she kind of pays him a compliment, like. You were the good one. you, You were the best of them. Right. Or something like that. Of her husband, kind of, I suppose. Right. He he kind of looks at her like, like I I think he does care for her, and I don't know that he cares yes. for her like in any romantic capacity, but he he a hundred percent cares oh, for 100%. her. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, and she takes his look, whatever look he's giving her, she takes his look to to mean that she needs to respond with, it would never work out. I guess, yeah. It's it's just like kind of an odd interaction. It was a strange like, interaction. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I was a little thrown off by that. I don't think I liked it very much. Just like I, I the, what I liked about it is that they're having a human conversation. Right. Right. Like yes. it's a, after this season, it's nice to see after the season and last season, it's nice to see Sansa with her guard down a little bit and like just kind of interact with somebody. Yes. Um, so that's fine, but I the, the actual context of what what's going on, I I was a little confused and thrown. I agree. Uh, and he almost persists in some way that makes her have to repeat it. It wouldn't work out between us. And he says, "Why not?" And she's like, "Well, our alliances, like I like it would be a wedge between us, basically. So she's like still because of the Dragon Queen thing, yeah, 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 yeah. right. Because of the Dragon Queen, and then Missandei pipes up right, and she's right. like, because of the Dragon Queen, like you're all still alive, basically, right, or right. we'd all be dead if it wasn't for her, or something, something like that. Which fair, yeah. Uh, also, no, totally Missandei looking good always. Got to throw that uh, in there. Got to say it always. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, just kind of a strange, it's kind of a strange interaction. Um, yeah. What I realized that we we did kind of skip ahead and we should talk about, and I probably skipped it because I'm mentally repressing it right now. Oh. Uh is my fucking guy, my goat. Ed. Yeah. I so after yes. last episode that we recorded, when you did not allow me. Uh, putting Ed on the list despite my protests, you absolute fucker. I literally texted you. I just had this weird premonition and I texted you and I said I was pissed at you more about that now because I had, I was like, I had somewhere in my repressed memories, I was like he might die. He might be one of the ones that dies next episode. And then, yep here it happens like as soon as he saved sam i was like oh this is bad this is so so bad and yep my guy gets it i gotta i gotta be honest dude i forgot he died like i was <sighs> genuinely i was in the middle of typing out a note like something like like goat ass 
Ed saves Sam, and then he like gets stabbed. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I pa- I had to pause it." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh." No, Shit. I knew in that moment, like there was just there was too much build up from him saving Sam. I was like, I've seen this game before. He's gonna save Sam, but then get killed in the process. And man, I'm so sad. I anyone that's listened to this podcast for any amount of time knows I fucking love Ed. Like you love Ed too, but not in the Rightfully. way that that I love Ed. Sure. Uh, that's my fucking dude. He's so he's every time he's on screen, he's just like such a fun presence like yeah, his i agree it, not in the like traditional way because he's he's so negative and such a pessimist but just like such a if he's on screen he's acknowledged right such Always. a fun to watch character and i am yeah. so sad that he he did not make it through but way to go out with true goat status saving my other boy sam uh that's legendary uh, and also ed lasted a long time in this show they for did. a not main character. For sure. No, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shouts to my boy, Ed, for always and forever. R.I.P. Pour one out for the boy. <sighs> yes, truly. Um, is this where the kind of the dragon fight is? Or is that later? Yeah, so the... No, I think it's a little later. Is this basically then the the interior, the RES stuff? No. So so base so you see the Night King on his dragon and John pursues. Okay, gotcha. They gotcha. don't actually have their fight yet. Well, what do you want to this, talk this, about then? Though? This is where this is where the dead have finally like climbed over the wall. Right. Okay. Uh and it's just kind of more fighting. Again, not a whole lot. Yeah. To address with the fighting, um, the one call out I do want to make here is I do, I am just a sucker. Like, you can write this in every episode and it's going to get me. But Sandor just like being kicked into gear by seeing Arya. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love them so yeah. much. I love, love, love their relationship. Truly. Because he has and, given yeah. up, basically. Oh, dude, he's done. Yeah. He's, he, like, he, Whatever happened to him during the Battle of Blackwater, times ten. Times ten. Like he yeah. is so done and not okay, and just wants out. He's like, somebody call my mommy. Yeah. Like my stomach hurts. Take me home. <laughs> I can't stay the night anymore. Yes, dude. He he just wants he's, out. He's out, brother. Uh, uh, and then he sees Arya, and he's like, I gotta go. Yep, I gotta go. Yep. Shouts to Barrick for you know pointing that out and getting him into gear. I gotta ask you, are you a Barrick fan? Like, do you like Barrick? I don't Barrick's dislike Barrick, but I, I don't know. I don't have strong feelings one way or the other, I He's guess. He's always been so corny to me. Uh, this, his, okay. Yeah, why don't we just talk about this then? His, I, his fucking ending was corny as hell. Oh, yeah. Also, dude. why does Barrick get more of a moment than fucking Ed? I was so upset by that. Because he has a flaming sword. What I don't get is how... So he's holding himself yes. up in the middle yes. of this hallway, guarding them, yes. like giving them passage, yep. and trying then, to like keep them... And then somehow he's there. Yep. 
gets stabbed 33 times, like braced in the hallway. That should have been the last we see of him. Full stop. End of story. Yep. And then they like get into the room and I'm like, oh, they're going to barricade it now. But no, here stumbles through Barrick somehow because it's like, like right behind them. Yes. Like right behind them. That was so bad. Poorly, yeah, really, really poorly really written, poorly edited, poorly cut. I was just like, this is this they're gonna barricade so the door. Oh my god, they should have. <laughs> I mean, he was barricading in that hallway, <laughs> and then they're just like, no, but he somehow like stumbles through after the dude have been stabbed like 37 times at that point. Yeah, how is he then getting ahead of the whites that are stabbing him? Enough to where he can stumble. I mean, they're the door. swarming. Him. I know like, it's so there's bad. There's no way. Yeah, it's very bad. It's very so this dumb. is another one of those like uh, I don't, yeah. I don't like that at all. The um, the library scene with Arya. How did you feel about that? Um, so I don't love it for what it is, mm-hmm. like as its own scene. It's it's way too long. It, honestly, dude, it's way no. It's just way too video gamey for me. Is what it is. Like it's it's like oh like hide behind the thing and like when their vision passes like cross you know like yeah, she's Metal it, Gear it, Solid just, it, up for sure. She's what? She's Metal Gear Solid. Uh, yeah, for sure. exactly. Is this a thing that also happens in Resident Evil? Uh, not really. Those aren't really to... stealth games. No, it's just Metal Gear. Okay. I mean, any stealth game, not necessarily. No, Metal Gear is the only stealth game. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Solid Snake Aria over here. Yeah, dude. Anyway, um, but for it being a thing that makes me pay attention to what's happening to Aria, like worry about what's happening to Aria, and then also slow the pace of the episode down, it was fine. Break up and creative. Yes. I so agree. for that, kudos. It was interesting to watch because it was just so new and unique to have this type of experience mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones. I personally don't feel like it fits Game of Thrones very well, though. Well, so, yeah, it brought it brought the strong, like very horror, like suspense vibes back from the beginning. Um, yeah, I feel like I didn't like it on first watch, and I feel like from what I can recall, a lot of people didn't like this scene. Uh, on this watch, I was fine with it. Like I said, I think it broke up the the pacing in a good way yeah. of you know just like a lot of fighting and stabbing and you know it, it's, it's it is funny to me that like you know she can navigate this room without drawing their attention but two drops of her blood fall <laughs> under the ground from literally yeah. like six inches off the ground yeah. and Dude. then the fucking white is like she she must have like the most fucking softest leather shoes like Dude. boots of all time for her to be completely silent walking around but then yes she's got the 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 two droplets of blood uh yeah, i feel like that was like funny. a oh, you haven't seen mission impossible so i can't even make a reference to that fuck you anyway um, <laughs> okay i'm here for that <laughs> yeah so the barrack thing we talked about that was stupid uh now and then Mel comes in and like I think you mentioned the recap makes this season four no season three it would have had to have been I think whenever whenever Gendry gets taken yeah is, that would have been season, season three? three okay yeah uh and suddenly Arya's concussion is gone and she's like she's ready to go 
dude. <laughs> Healing word, man. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, no, I think this is I think this is cool because it's you know, Mel Mel and her did need to meet again because yeah. Mel had said so long ago they wouldn't meet again. So if okay, here here's here's how I feel about this. Okay, hit me. If and this is a huge if. If then, in season three, the intention was this would happen. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's fucking cool. Okay. If their idea while writing this season was, we need to subvert expectations because everybody thinks John is going to be the one to do this. Oh. Uh, how do we How do we make it fit for Arya? And somebody, like some fucking intern, was like, hey, there was that one line that Mel said. She does say something about blue eyes. Like, if that is how that happened, then I then I am just not impressed. <laughs> it's so annoying. Listen, no, no, no. The Some of the absolute best writers have to be both good at planning and good at adaptation. So even if this wasn't planned way back then, the fact that they could tie it back and kind of sort of make it make sense, I'm listen, hats off to you. I don't you. I don't disagree with what you're saying about like that good writers should be able to adapt. Yes. But also good writers lay foundation for their story for sure. and the foundation is that John faces off with the Night King. <sighs> I don't know. Do you want to talk about that right now, or should we save that for the end? We can save it. Let's, we can save it. It's save just, it felt semi relevant because of this whole, the whole blue eyes white dragon I, thing. I see what you're saying, but let's let's save that for the end. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm a filthy casual now because that dragon fight was sick as fuck. Oh yeah, that dude. that oh, might have been absolutely, dude. One of the, uh, like definitely the coolest action scene in the episode. Oh. Maybe the coolest yes. part in the episode. I was just like, I guess I'm one of Zach's favorite filthy casuals because this no, dragon man. fight fucking rules. I don't have anything against dragons nah, or dragon do. fights. You hate I just, I don't understand the Targaryen obsession, but dragons are cool. <laughs> um, dragons are cool. Yeah, dragons are cool. Um, um, yeah, this aerial dog fight is sick as hell. Above the clouds yeah. too, like, oh, when it like kind of gets still. And then they dive into the clouds. Yep. So cool. It was dude. so cool. So cool. I loved this whole sequence. The one quibble I have, I was like, isn't Daenerys like fireproof though? So like when he's like Viserion is like breathing hot fire and she's like crouching down and trying to get away. I'm like, I mean, is she dragon fireproof? I don't know. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like fire shouldn't be able to kill Drogon. It shouldn't be able to hurt him. And also like, a dragon fire, though. Well, so that's the other thing. Um, remember at the end of last season, season seven, when I was super pissed that the Night King walked through dragon fire? F- fuck me, I guess, because that's I did not remember this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone that remembered this is like, you're such a fucking dipshit, Scott. Dragon fire does not hurt him even a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's my bad. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that too, man. Because uh, yeah, I was super pissed about that. I was like, dragon fire is like magical fire. It should absolutely. We we him. are reverting to filthy casuals. Yes, true. It's okay. Fuck it. 
Um, I don't know. I just thought that was weird. I was like, Daenerys seems way too scared of... Uh, maybe his is... Because it's the blue fire, you know. It's the blue fire white dragon. Yeah. Uh, maybe his he is special. He got that Godzilla flame. True. That, that, so. uh, that's atomic breath, my guy. Is that what it's called? Yeah, hell yeah. Godzilla rules. Really? You're a Godzilla fan? I am, yeah. Those are fun did movies. You like, did you like the new movies? Uh, that like listen, they're not good movies, but they're like they're fun. They're fun as spectacles, like Godzilla fighting Kong and stuff like that. That's fun as shit. I man. I haven't seen any of them. Oh really? I think I saw the the first like Godzilla right, revamp right. movie. Yeah, yeah. Where you see where you see Godzilla for like a total uh, of like yeah. three minutes on screen. You see him a lot more in the other ones. I love his design too. The new like just his he's the such fat a boy chonky Godzilla. boy. Yeah, yeah, I like that chonky like boy Godzilla thick. is real good. Um, yeah. Gotta have some girth on him, you know. Yeah, girth gang, girth gang, rise up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this dragon fight rules, and that's that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I um I do like. I do like John seeing the Night King get roasted and then not be roasted and being like, well, it's now or never. Like, and fucking just running at this dude. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's a very John moment. Yes. And it's also like kind of. You know what? I so the first time I like the first time we watched this, I definitely felt like we're still in the middle of this episode. Like this is f- terrifying that he's challenging him right now. Right, like, is right, John right. is John about to die? Basically, is what I was okay, sure, very afraid of. Uh but yeah, then the Night King is like, nah, bro. Like you ain't even. Like, you ain't even there, man. Speaking of Metal Gear Solid, this is another very funny moment because John is, like, almost trying to be sneaky. Like, he's, like, running up behind him, <laughs> but he's, like, trying to be sneaky about it because the second the Night King gets, like, that way above his head and turns <laughs> around, like, John stops. Like, John stops where he's like, oh, shit, he saw me. <laughs> or, oh, shit, he heard me. And that was just very funny to me because it's like, John's yeah. ass really thought he could just, like, sneak up behind him and give him a cheeky stab. Uh, that would have been very hey, funny. I like to sneak up behind you and give you a cheeky stab. Yeah, stab. I know. I know all too well. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, so. But, yeah, this uh, is real bad for old Johnny boy. Uh, Night King is like, nah, hey, remember this I have trick? other plans. <laughs> remember Hard Home when I showed you this trick? <laughs> yeah. And John is like, fuck. Oh, I know shit. this trick. Yeah, I do know this trick. This <laughs> sucks for me. Um, I do also super appreciate that he... Is like, well, I, I need yeah. to sprint at him he instead. Just, he turns on the full sprint meter and is just yeah. like, yeah, I, I love John for that so much. Rather than how do I extricate myself from this situation? He's like, no, my my option is full assault now. Full yes. send, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, So anyway, uh, whites are rising up from the dead. And they basically form a giant circle. <sighs> Another 
cinematically looks great. It's it's cool. It's ominous. It's scary. What's going to happen to our hero? But like logically, we have seen these fucking things like run rabid, mm-hmm. dude. Climbing oh, yeah. walls, I mean, climbing over people, and then they just lift up and they like turn to John and just like they they're the slow. Listen, they just woke up. They're still like <laughs> they, they're they're, still their sneaky, arms guys. are like the pins and needles, like you man, like still you ever <laughs> you ever just woken up EPs. in the middle of the night with one of your legs dead asleep and you have to piss real bad. That's oh, dude. that's what's yeah, happening. You get to them. up and fall you just, over. Yeah, you literally just like limp into the bathroom. I've had that happen. No, nah, I just pissed the bed. Dude. Yeah, I just pissed. The- That's what your adult diapers are for. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, no, that's what's happening. They're just they're just a little sleepy still. Two really terrible back to back decisions here. I want to call out. Um, first is Gilly sees these fucking things crawling out of the crypts and says nothing, like. She waits so long, and I'm like, Gilly, yell, scream, sound the alarm, do something, my girl. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Also, and then, why did Daenerys land Drogon? And then why did Drogon just stay on the ground for, like, an eternity and a half? And not breathe any fire on these fucks? Or just fly away. Like, he waits till he is fully loaded. Like, he is waiting for all the passengers to board. The captain Dude. called end of boarding 20 minutes ago, but his ass is still waiting before he takes off. And I'm just like, yeah. Dude, fucking fly, Drogon. Oh, my God. Those two, yeah. those two things pissed me off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very dumb. And Daenerys is now on the floor. Yeah, not good. Uh, just, just chilling. And... How? Oh, right. Okay. John runs away. I love that he's just like, Bran! <laughs> All he needs to say, honestly. Yeah, honestly? Me- yeah. Uh, message received, my dude. <laughs> yeah. So and good. she's like, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he goes and she's like, fuck, I'm all alone yeah, and yeah. I'm fucked now. And then Jorah's like, Captain Friend no, Zone. What did AI call him? That was so good. The MVP of the Friend Zone. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, dude. Okay. So I don't like Jorah. Uh huh. Jorah's not a good character in like build in my. Nah, I guess his character build is fine, but like he's just not enjoyable to me. He's like I just don't. Likeable, I don't like his makeup. He is. Yeah, it's it's just uncomfortable, and yeah. like he's obsessive. Yeah. It's it's obsessive, creepy. But people just view it as him being kind. But it's like, dude, like he also wants to doinker. Like, yeah, it's it it is it's weird. Oh, for so, sure. So, uh, but despite that. I don't know how the fuck he got there to help, but good job, Jora. Good job, <laughs> like, Jora. You 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 went out. You went out like a champ, I guess. Yeah, you know, way to way to protect your your gal there. Um, yeah, you finally, you finally did the right thing by Daenerys for for one of the few times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. You know, listen, I I don't. 
I feel like I always thought I liked Jorah, but as we've done this podcast, I realized me and you both kind of came to the realization we really don't love Jorah. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> still sad to see him go out, but he goes out like a baller. Um, he does. Speaking of being a baller, at the, it was around this point when John is running through the castle, just kind of seeing all the chaos. And there's a specific moment where it focuses on Sam and he straight up stabs a fucker right in the crotch. Just Dude. like full dick stab. I'm just like, oh, that poor white. Also, how he's still alive. Yeah, I don't know, how, man. How are, how are like any of them alive? Listen, I get it. Like some of these characters have to survive you know, the plot armor, whatever you want to call it, the writing. It's just like, how he's still alive, though? <laughs> Tell John, me how. Because John me how. sees him doing the old crotch stab, and it's just like, I don't have time for this, Bran! I've got to go yeah. save Bran! He's just like, Bran! Bran! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scared away the whites when he yelled that. Yeah. Um, my mic is not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, yeah, so he sees the, like these little kind of isolated battles and they're, they're fine. They're cool. It's, it's a mess in there. We, we knew that. Um, but John's only motivation, his only goal is got to get to the godswood. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and this is about where it starts. Where what starts? One of the top three tracks in all of game of thrones oh okay yes yeah oh boy this fucking it's, track uh, is so good it is yeah so no it's it's actually when when hold on it's like here is it here yeah because then, like, in the middle of the you're song right, is when we right. get the Theon is, thing. You're, you're right. It is the... Yeah, the crypts start getting overrun. Yeah. And then the piano music kicks in. It's so good. Um, this is, is one of the ones... This one and Light of the Seven are the two main Game of Thrones songs that I will listen to, like, anytime, anywhere. Like, if I'm just, like, doing work, if I need some chill or vibe music or even driving, it's just, like... Uh, the Night King, which is the title of this track, and uh, Light of the Seven are the two like go tos. Like I think, yeah. In in show, the other one I put up there is like the we've talked about the North theme. Um, yeah, as being I can never incredible. remember like the the actual title of it, but it's like yeah, it's commonly either. known as the North, like yeah. the Northern theme or in uh, show. Yeah, that one is incredible. But as far as like, uh, just like all around greatness like i think this and light of the seven are like neck and neck for me really yeah that's i mean this is up there but i i still think light of the seven is really? untouchable yeah. I, I love this one it's so good i mean i love them both but anyway yeah so this this montage gets instantly a thousand times better because of yes the music. oh 100 um, it's so dramatic dude yeah. like the, the the battle sounds have been reduced to like yeah, I loved that. They're, they're yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. just so quiet. Like you can still hear a little bit of it, but it's it's just almost silent, and you just hear this music and hear shouting, and it is 
dramatic and cinematic. It's 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 awesome. It's a very 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 good montage, and this song does carry hard for sure. Um, let's um, let's give your favorite character some time here. I've only got talk, one. Talk to me about Theon. I've only got one thing. I've got one note here about Theon here. <clears throat> if only, if only Theon could have gotten the Night King to hit him in the crotch instead. <laughs> he would have won this fight. Yeah, dude. Like, that's all he, it takes. If he could have goaded the Night King into like giving him a swift kick to the crotch, he would have instantly won this fight. Like fatality instantly. style. Yeah. Uh, listen, no, I joke. Uh, it's it's a solid moment for Theon. It's a bit corny how he charges. Uh, but Theon is also a bit corny in and of himself. So uh, it's it's fine. Like I I don't have enough care of Theon to like love it, but I didn't I didn't dislike it. Yeah. That's fair. That's also how I feel. What I what I like is how I I do like his interaction with Bran quite a bit. Yes, I would say that's yeah. That's that that's what sells it for me. Mm-hmm. Um And then and then Bran just telling him like you're a good man, Theon. Mm-hmm. And I th- I think it's cuz he knows what he's about to do. Uh you know, like I think we've we've figured out like we've come to the understanding that we don't think that Bran can like necessarily see into the future he, he but he's still extremely insightful like he he knows sure. like this is this is like Theon's about to like right, right, right. I think try. that's pretty apparent to, yeah for yeah. for even people who can't see into the future <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> and, and I like that it's you know we talked last season about how Bran had had just like kind of forgotten how to be a human mm-hmm. and have a human interaction. Like, yes, that's not his priority anymore. Yes, like he has too much stuff happening in his brain for him to be like to function like a normal person. But like, it doesn't mean that you are not aware of like, hey, I should probably act a certain way. Sure. And. Yeah, he he remembers for <laughs> for all of the you know thirty seconds to tell him you're a good man, Theon, and just kind of give a little bit more life and pride into Theon's final charge, which I think is a good moment. Yeah, yeah. So I got no beef that's with cool. It. cool. Cool to see. Um, so this is so this is where we should talk about it. The the John or Arya debate. Because I feel okay. like this 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 was a debate when this episode aired, and it's I still feel like you're on the the John should have done something here side. I of it. okay. I'm gonna I might talk a lot, but also not say anything. Okay, <laughs> and I apologize, and I Love think it's it. because I am I am very conflicted about this. You just described our podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, man, like, I, I don't know how to, like, I don't know how to, like, gather and articulate, like, to me, it's always been John. Sure. The way that the story is written, the way that John's story has 
like unfolded, sure. it's always been John. Like he's had the previous interactions with the Night King. He's the one that's worried about him like constantly throughout last yes. five seasons. Yes. However, <clears throat> um, it's okay to subvert that expectation. Yeah. Like, like from a storytelling perspective, it is okay as long as what takes place instead makes sense. And I do think that in this case, in the case of this episode, I think it does make sense. I agree. I think it's perfectly acceptable. So I'm not in camp like John mm-hmm. over Arya. I I almost just like, I mean, partly was making a joke because everybody was up in arms sure. about it. Yeah, I mean, like, so I was being a little little coy, Cheeky I guess. Cheeky bastard, like, you. Um, but yeah, I... I don't know. I guess the the more I'm thinking through it, I kind of also love that like we know how committed John is to getting there and he just can't right. get there. Like that's also like extremely tough to see. I think I think part of that is what makes me like it cuz I can I can very vividly remember this part watching this part for the first time and John being like, you know, trapped by uh the you know, fucked up Viserion, yeah, in the courtyard, and just I, I kept thinking like, how is he gonna like get past this? Like, how is he gonna? Because he's got to get in there. Like, obviously, he's got to get in there. He's gonna save Bran and fight the Night King. Like, what what happens here? What's gonna? Is Drogon gonna come in? And how? Just how is he gonna? Oh, I think I remember. I keep think I remember thinking like. Oh, is this the part where we find out that John, because he's Targaryen, is also fireproof? I'm like, oh, right. Like, oh, Viserion is going to breathe fire on him and he's going to be fine. And that's going to allow him to like run past and then get in there and fight. And I kept thinking like something like that was going to happen. But then, no, he just he can't get there. He can't do it. But I think and maybe this is a bad justification, but it's like. The fact that it's Arya and, you know, her doing it as a fucking, you know, ninja assassin style is like just justification for her being Season in Bravos for those, you know, several seasons, all that nonsense. And it's just like, oh, thank God we justified all that time spent there. And maybe that's not a good way to look at it, but... I, I don't think that that's a bad way to look. Like, I don't think that, like, okay, the, like, we're giving it the okay for more than just that. Right, for sure, for sure. Right, like, it, it does Because it, it does was suspenseful in the moment, too. Because, like I said, yeah. I kept thinking, like, how's John going to do this? Is he going to walk through fire or what have you? And then it's just, yeah, like, because at that point, I think what they did do a good job was, like, at that point, watching it for the first time, it was like I had forgotten about Arya and where she was and that conversation she had had with Mel because I was too in the moment of yeah. the, the music, the fucking music and like, you know, just what was happening. So it it made sense, but I also took me by surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. It was uh... good because we never do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I I just I don't camp for for either one of them like oh, like over the other. Yeah. It's just they they're both 
valid. Had it been John that would get in there, it would be like, okay, this was to be expected. Now let's make it good. Mm-hmm. Which I think would have been perfectly acceptable and totally fine. And I feel like a lot of people may have felt uh, some satisfaction because they have expected it and people like to, you know, uh, I guess people like to be able to say like, oh, I, I knew this, like, or, you know, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, I, I, I totally think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I think I like uh, it. I think I'm positive on it overall. Good, good. I think the way it happened was sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was cool it's as shit, dude. Sick. Like, yeah, like we love Arya. Like see, getting to see her do cool assassin shit obviously is rad. And I think there would have had to have been so much more plot armor and heavy lifting for John to get in there to do it because the, you have to then square with like, well, how does he get past like the other 20 the six white of them walkers that are, fucking, yeah. that are standing there? Does the Night King give him an honorable one-on-one duel? That's a bit hard to believe and stupid. Like you would have had to have really stretched some things to get John in there and make it work. Yeah, but we all still thought he was going to do it because he's John, and I think that's part of the reason why this works. works for me is because, I mean, again, we've talked about this several times, but the music does heavy lifting for sure. It makes just oh, yeah, it does. everything work better. Uh, but no, I'm, I, I think I like it. I think I like where it landed because again, it justifies Arya's assassin training, and Arya's cool. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say about that. I don't I don't think that that's that's not a bad take at all. Yeah. I think I'm right there with you, man. And I think the only other thing that happened we talked about a little bit was just Mel. Mel dies. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. I don't I don't have much to say there. No. Uh, we kind of said the end of the series. We kind of already talked about that is just that I think her resolution as far as the series goes is totally fine. So, yeah. Man. Any other final thoughts before we jump to the thing? Um I think that people generally love to hate things. I think it gives people Oh, for sure. like a slight edge. I know almost. I do. Yes. <laughs> um you know, and we're not we're not saints here, you know, like we really struggled with season 7. Um oh, yes, but we, we you know, we I feel like appropriately justified the things that we had trouble with. Yes. But unless you like super camp for John over Arya, I I find it hard to think that people watch this with an objective lens and say it's a bad episode. Yeah, I don't like it's it's just it I I can't understand that. If that's an honest take. I also remember people being like upset that the Night King wasn't the final boss. I, do you remember this? Like that being a big thing was like that the Night King is defeated halfway through the final season. And they still have to go deal with Cersei. Yeah, yeah that that was a big, <clears throat> a big thing. And I, I will say this. I can understand that argument more. Than people being like up in arms about just like how sure. this episode played out as a whole. Sure. Because the whole White Walker thing was the first thing that we yes. see. True. 
right? And Very it's true. always been the background villain, the bigger story, the bigger evil. So you would think that it would be the last thing to face. Sure. Um, but if it's the last thing that you're going to face, how how is Cersei dealt with prior to dealing with yeah. this? Like if, It just wouldn't happen. If people, and Cersei would never ride north to help. If people got to this episode and still felt that way, like they weren't paying attention. Because like this has been... It was building up to this first, then that, for like a season and a half now, right? Like, like I think the the only way that that gets written in a way that somewhat works is they they have a big battle and some and like somehow uh, overpower or stalemate the Night King and the Night King retreats. Sure. And then, or and then they, they revisit, or he, and he's on the run, or he's like retreating back to the north, and then later, you know, John or whoever, yeah, uh, like it goes north to like finally end the evil after the, you know, like whatever, like that would, in my eyes, that's the only way that we get there, and I don't know how that would, and work. and that's just, I just, I think that that's too much. That would also diminish how deadly this, yes this encounter would have been or is uh if if there was able to be like a stalemate where the the night king was sent like running for some for reason sure. it, it would yeah it would oh, just yeah. completely diminish how how bad this battle was like, um, like so. you said i can understand people feeling that way but i don't think that should diminish how you feel about this episode or its quality and for me personally like yes the the white walker stuff is has always been cool and interesting but it is a hundred percent like the political intrigue and the you know the focus on the people that i am mainly here for watching this show so for that to be the final thing like agreed 100 yeah i'm i'm more into that anyway so yeah uh yeah i do I like it as much as Blackwater, Watchers in the Wall, oh, um, Battle of the Bastards? No. Is it a good bottle battle episode? For sure. I think that's that's where I land yeah. on it. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, let's do that thing. We're already going long. I figured we would. This is a big episode. It's we're time. surprisingly not that long. We're at an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> Oh, is that all? Uh, it's time for who be <laughs> thrown in. Uh, look, now Zachy can see. Uh, oh, this was the look at him. the compromise that I we're did. leaving him in the middle there. Right? Um, well, I have some episode. thoughts on that. Let me. <laughs> oh, well, he's not making. Let the me list, just go Scott. ahead and run down where we last left off. Uh, Brienne had taken the top spot, getting her knighthood. Jamie was at two. Sam was at three. Uh, Daenerys was at four and Sandor Clegane was at five. Let me just go ahead and I think I know what to do here. Hold on. Oh, this is going to go very, very well. Production God. Right um, here. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what is happening? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to go ahead and. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> this is going very well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
You should have just had this joke prepared beforehand. I Scott. probably should have, but when have you ever known me to be prepared about something? Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> this go. This is like watching a train wreck. We're just, just gonna so go ahead slow, and do this, and I just have to sit here and watch. Yeah, you're just gonna have to keep dealing with this, and then I'm gonna have to. The worst part is that I'm gonna have to fix all of this later. Okay, I know. I mean, actually, it's fixed and done. All right. Wow. Surprising. The audio listeners are so confused right now. I feel bad. No, I think the audio listeners is... know exactly <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> All right. That is who be thrown in for this week. At number one spot, we have Ed. Number two, shocking upset, Ed. Number three, a coming from behind at the end there, Ed. Number four, bless his heart and soul. He saved Sam. It is Ed. And number five, uh, Ed. It's Ed. Yeah. And in memoriam. And in memoriam, taking Sir Pounce's spot since last week uh, also is Ed. The, the sepia-toned Ed. Um, yeah, I'm so sad. I, I'm i going to miss Ed. I love Ed. There's right. only a couple episodes left, but now you'll get over Now I have it. to fucking fix this, though, which is Just delete be... them. Can't you just... Yeah, well, obviously... But also, obviously, like legitimately, seriously, I do want him to make the list. So he's staying. Um. Oh, wait, this one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Who do you have in mind, Zachary? Uh, okay, well, I mean, let's get the obvious out of the way. I think we give Arya a spot. Yeah, um, I'd say for sure. I think we give John a spot. Oh, I should pull these down. Okay, can we shake too? I don't think Jamie and Brienne make it. They just fight and don't yeah, no, do yeah. much else. Uh, these are people that were on last week. Um, Sam, nope. I love you, Sam, but no. Are we doing animals? Because if, if so, Drogon probably. We've never had... Drogon also fucking lets every white jump aboard his ass for 20 minutes, so I'm not about that either. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, I think of these that were on there last week, uh, Sandor is the only one who has a legit shot, honestly. Um, yeah, I think Mel is a contender. Mel is definitely a big contender. I think John and Daenerys both are contenders. Uh, where do you? How do you feel about your guy Jorah? I thought about Jorah actually. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. Here's I another think, one. I think, I think Jorah is a contender. I think we have to consider your guy Theon. Oh. Um, yeah, no, we do. You're right. That's we will call. not be considering Barrick for somehow magically stumbling through that door after them. <laughs> uh, okay, there's Jorah. Uh, who else? Uh, I think just... Oh, we only talked about this a little bit. Do you want to consider Lyanna? I think she's in contention at least. Let's... Okay. Keep her on there for a minute. And then Daenerys, I think, is the only other one. Can you think of anyone else? 
everyone else just kind of was there and fought. Yeah. Nothing nothing super special. So let's see. How many characters how many like main no. main-ish characters did we lose? Jora, Mel, Theon, Ed, and Lyanna, I suppose. Five total. Did I miss anybody? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, listen, for for all the characters that had some plot armor, we had some losses as well. Um, I think Arya has to go one. I think there's no dancing around that. Yeah, I think absolutely. we just we just go ahead and throw Arya up at one and be done with that. Um, who else do you feel strongly about? I feel strong <laughs> as I select Ed. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. I hate you. <laughs> Oh, shit. Because I really only feel super strongly about Ed and maybe Mel. I think Mel. Yeah, to a lesser extent, Mel. Okay. I know Ed is one of your favorite characters, but why do you feel that strongly? He saved Sam's life. And Sam is my other goat. So this is extremely personal to you, then? I mean, obviously. It's not objective. I I see what you're saying. Okay. (laughs) First of all, fuck you. (laughs) Second of all, why you want to hate on my precious boy I don't hate on him, but it's... the The fact that you feel so strongly about ed means that you're probably going to petition him being at two or three no that's fine i think probably honestly mel might go second unless you feel very strongly about someone else like i mean john has a very good episode he he chills out on that wall for a really long time but he i honestly he doesn't do a lot a lot he's just the center of a lot of like suspense and um and cool scenes yeah. but it's not necessarily like him winning yeah um yeah i think i think mel is is a solid solid pick <laughs> even though that fire buff did nothing for the dothraki it's Li- still cool lighting the trench was was very big though clutch yeah that was that was very clutch and also her speaking with Arya. oh true if that oh good point like i i take it that that made Arya realize she needs to shift her focus. Yes, I 100% agree. That's a good call. She has to go too, because she directly aided Arya in in doing her thing. So yeah, good call on that. Uh, I could... Man. I could see a Theon. I could see a Theon. I could see a Jorah. There are two other big, like, sacrifice people... I don't think Leanna's gonna I don't, make it. I'm gonna take her. I also off. I don't think the hound makes it. Okay. I'm I I like I him gotta in this be honest, episode, dude, I, like, but I, 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 I don't know if it's a this or like a like an either or thing here, but I think that we didn't give Liana enough credit. Like taking down a giant as being a what are what is she, thirteen year old? Well, like, that giant is dumb as hell. It just takes her right up to its fucking I mean, face. I know, dude, but she still had she still had like the the fight and the spirit to like That's true. go for the kill while she was literally dying okay. and being crushed. You you think Liana makes it then? 
I just think that she's a stronger contender than that. that that's why I said I don't think it's like an either or. Okay. I just I think no, she's fair. a well, stronger I, contender. I than... took Sandor off because I think you're right. I don't okay. think he makes it. I okay, honestly don't know it? if John or Daenerys makes it, and that may sound shocking. I think uh, if any one of the two make it, it's John. Okay, so we lose Daenerys. Wait, hold on. Let's. I want to try and be a little objective here because I know people get all <laughs> fucking butt mad about Daenerys. Oh, they don't get that butt mad. Here's the thing: I would like to, especially for this episode, honor some of the sacrifices for these people who have this is their last episode. You know what I'm saying? Like John and yeah. Daenerys will continue, and honestly. They didn't do that much. Like their dragons did most of the heavy lifting. And I'm not going to go find a picture of fucking Rhaegal right now. Uh, so I I just don't think either of them did enough for me. And I would really like to shout out the people who gave their lives for the cause. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad take. It's a great way to pos- uh, position Ed. So kudos to you. <laughs> well, there to be fair, there are four people on this list left who gave their lives and only three spots left, but also yeah, no, definitely. Um drop Danny for sure. And I'm pretty sure John's going to go, but let's start let's okay. start getting some people up here. Um out of the four sacrifice seas which is for the audio listeners, Jorah, Theon, Lyanna, and Ed. Who do you feel most strongly about? For me, it's either it's either Theon or Jorah. I think shockingly, my bias aside, I think it's it might be Theon next. Yeah, Theon go like Theon one does kill a ton of whites that are trying to get to Brand. Yeah, he and buys enough time for, for uh, I mean the same could be said like Jorah straight up saves Daenerys' life like for sure for sure but he I you know what it is I think that it not only is it a good sacrifice but it's a it's a full circle arc moment like yes. he, his, his arc is completed uh, I agree I'll shake to that do you want to go Theon 3 I think I think it makes the most sense. God, I cannot believe I'm saying that. I also can't. I, I but don't I like Theon, I, but it makes the most I sense. I can't believe I agree with you then. Okay, so then Ed. Um Okay. Just, you know, I'll let you have that. Okay, That's fine. Thank you for that. <laughs> and then Jorah, I think, is where we're landing at five. I I I gotta be honest, dude. I feel weird about John not making this list. I feel a little weird, but do you think about how many more people would have died if Liana didn't take out that fucking giant? That's true. Like I mean, that, we put like, Jamie big... and like Jamie and Podrick and Brienne and the ones who Sam? were like inside there. Sam, Sam and was in uh, there. Gendry might have all died. I don't know. I just I, I know, just man. wasn't that impressed with it. It's just I, like, like I get it. It wasn't as like riveting a scene. Yeah. Or, so I I get that. I'm just I I want it to be known that you know that Liana's getting hers. You know no, she's getting sure. some some Listen, respect. We have given plenty of props to Liana throughout the episodes that she's in. Like every time she pops up, she's doing something cool and badass. 
this this one didn't stir me the way like emotionally the way her other ones have and i i guess you're right man john really doesn't like his ass fucking chills on that dragon on the wall for like 40 percent or more of the episode i do like his dragon fight (laughs) his dragon fight's sick as hell but again that's kind of the dragons doing all the work there he did yeah. yell Bran really good. <laughs> I'll yeah, you know what? I'll I'll go. I think Jorah Jorah makes sense. Right. That's fine. That's fine. Again, John, this will not be John's last episode. He'll still have a chance to make future lists. He's already in first anyway. All right. I fucking hell I have to find these. There they are. Oh good, they're right together. All right, there it is. That's gonna do it then. Uh, for this week's Who Be Thrown In, Jorah slides <laughs> Take in. Take Ed off the middle, no, bitch. No, fuck no. For no <laughs> absolutely not. Never. You gotta get Sir Pounce back up in there. Uh, Sir Pounce will return when I am over Ed's death. In other words, <laughs> never. Okay. Uh, Jorah at five. Ed, my guy, at four. Theon, I cannot believe, at three. Mel at two bigger part in this episode than I think I even realized coming into us talking about this. And then Arya, of course, killing all of the white walkers and saving everyone's ass and all of the whites, I think is the easiest freeziest number one we have maybe ever had. <laughs> yeah. No kidding, uh, man. That is it for this episode. Zachy, what that are you going to rate it? I think I'm going to go a solid eight on this one. Really? Okay. That's that's a little higher than I was thinking. I was thinking a seven. Okay. I will say I the thing I wanted to say for as widely panned as season eight is, and I think most people think of just the end, honestly. So far in my book, these episodes are three for three good episodes. Like, I have enjoyed and liked all three of these episodes so far. So it is already at least 50% good in my book. Now, Will, does it still have the capacity to completely shit the bed? Sure, I suppose it does. (laughs) But all I'm saying is three for three so far. I'm going with seven on this one. Interesting. I thought maybe you liked this episode more than I did. That's interesting. I also thought maybe I did, but then you came in hot with the eight. So Yeah, I just, you know, I just, I like eights, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, I guess. Yeah, man, uh, that seals the deal. That's it. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Any other final thoughts, no, Scotty? Take us the hell out of here. I'm hot. All right. I didn't turn dude. my AC on everybody thank you guys for listening and watching of course if you guys are new here please consider subscribing hit the like button the subscribe button bell bullshit thing all the cool things that you're supposed to do on youtube we love you guys so much thank you for everything and we'll see you guys next time Bye bye